0: Hi, this is Greg. Look for my book, The Agile Brand, on Amazon or on my website at theagile.world. Welcome back to The Agile World. I'm Greg Kilstrom. Today, I'm going to continue talking about uh, what I refer to as the duality of the Agile brand. So last last episode, I, I talked a bit about the things of a brand that you really do want to maintain and, and, and keep uh, constant over time. Um, today, I'm going to talk a little bit about some of those things in in an Agile brand that you do want to look at and review and potentially change or, or optimize over time. Because uh, I think it's important that we make a distinction. Uh, you know, traditional branding people will definitely say there's, you know, we we don't want to change things, major things about our brand overnight. Uh, we don't want to do it willy-nilly just because a lot of time gets spent in Creating everything from brand guidelines to all of the messaging, the positioning, all of that effort, and you know, larger companies spend millions and millions of dollars not only creating it but rolling these things out across an, an entire enterprise. So you certainly don't want to uh, you don't you don't want to uh, change things that quickly uh, that 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 would affect an entire enterprise. You know, p- uh, global companies, but. In an agile world, uh, we do need to be mindful that there are some things that uh, that we do want to keep uh, keep an eye on and and be agile enough to to be able to change over time. So there's a few things that that we do want to look at. Uh, we want to look at our audiences. Uh, audiences might change over time in in a few different ways. So that could be an audience ages, and so you know we're looking right now. I, anyone who hasn't been living under a rock for the last decade uh has seen many many articles about millennials millennial marketing has been you know it's kind of died down a little bit i would say lately but there's been so many articles on how do we reach millennials this new generation several years ago and now it's it's shifting a little bit to gen z um there's many others in, in another camp that says well you know generational is is not quite as important as life moments and you know so there's there's kind of a debate now of does generational marketing even mean as much as it as it does but all that to say there are changes and, and preferences that um, that people go through um, either within their lives or as as new generations kind of kind of grow up and and come from different circumstances whether it's growing up through uh, the an economic recession uh, growing up through uh, the adoption of the internet um, and and everything like that. So, audience is certainly one of those things that that we want to um, take a look at and and see. And uh, you know, one one example of this, uh, a, a missed opportunity that I'll say. One example, um, again, to to use a, a, a car brand example, as I as I've done a few times already, uh, is Scion. So I don't, um, they don't exist anymore. Uh, but Scion was a brand by Toyota. For those of you not familiar with it. Um, Toyota created this this Scion brand to really target millennials. So they had the early research that millennials were a little less likely to buy cars. And when they did, they wanted them super customized, um everything like that. So they created this this brand. And you know, they were sold mostly out of Toyota dealers alongside them, but they were super customizable. They were a little sportier, they were cheaper um, had more, had specific options for millennials, whatever that really means, but, um, you know, targeted at a younger demographic. So it turns out they weren't wildly successful with millennials, but one of their, uh, one of their cars in particular, it was the, the big boxy car. Um, I don't know if you remember, I think it was called the XB, um, was super popular with a much older demographic because, um, for what it's worth it was really easy to get in and out of the car so here we have this brand targeted really at uh, millennials and doesn't really hit with the target market um all of their advertising is like super hip and young and young people and all of that and yet this older audience really likes this car of theirs and you know so from from my perspective they they didn't go after um, this this audience, they kind of miss the opportunity to to be a little bit nimble and say, okay, well, you know what, we we started out down this path, but we actually found a market and we found an audience that is super interested in our stuff. It's just not necessarily what we intended. So, you know, again, I, I feel like it's a it's a missed opportunity. And a more agile brand would have taken that, and you know, who knows what they could have done with it? maybe they rebrand that car as a Toyota. And and sell it there because they don't want to dilute the the Scion brand. But regardless, it was a missed opportunity. Sure enough, um, you know, recently, I within the last couple of years, um, they re- ended up retiring the Scion brand altogether. Kind of rolled in in some of those cars into Toyota. But uh, really, you know, kind of kind of missed the mark in my opinion. So, in addition to audience uh, strategies and and the tactics used, are certainly other things that can and, and should change. So great example um is just the advent of social media for instance so you know i've been in this business for a while um i saw the advent of really social media marketing back in you know early 2000s and you know if you had a long-term brand plan back in 2002 probably didn't uh, encompass social media and and that whole channel and, and and stuff like that so you know those are cases where long-term brand planning there's some things again you want to you want to keep your mission and your values constant but there are things that are going to pop up even not even necessarily brand new channels like social media but even uh you know individual channels and and platforms and and ar vr all of these things that are they exist, but they're being increasingly adopted. You need a brand that can actually um, adopt these things uh, you know, pretty uh, as, they, as they're adopted by consumers. So in the, in the next few episodes, I'm going to talk about a, a few things that set agile brands apart from, from others. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next week. If you enjoyed this episode and found it helpful, please rate the show on iTunes or contact me through my website at theagile.world. You can find my books, The Agile Brand and The Agile Web on Amazon and on my website at theagile.world.